such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by everyday foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Welcome back, our foodie friends, to another week. You are joined, as always, with myself, Beetroot B, Lettuce Libby. <laughs> Lettuce Libby. And Broccolini Bella. Why Broccolini? Oh, I was the only thing. You're a bit Bella. and puffy on the top. Okay, guys. <laughs> seriously, that intro was so lame and it was not my idea. It was my idea, as you could probably For tell. For the record, I want it on the record, was not my idea. <laughs> stunning, <laughs> stunning. But anyway, so forgive me for that. But Bella, how was your week? My week was really nice. I had Friday off work, so I went down and saw one of my best friends, Tamsin, in Terrigal. And it was just... You know, when you just do something really spontaneous and it just ends up being such a nice weekend time period. Well, that was that. So. Oh, so good. Yeah. And so nice to see Tamsin, newly wed. Newly wed. Mm. Bloody exciting time. Kicking goals. So were you in your own bed or were you in a bed with um, Bryce and Tamsin? No, I have my own bed when I go there. Oh, so grown up. <laughs> I know, like, it's kind of weird now that our friends are at that age. It's like, you can't, like, when you go for a sleepover, you can't share a bed with them because their husband or Yeah, or their, hu- yeah, yeah, like- their husband's there. You're like, can you leave? <laughs> this is a girl's sleepover. You know, I'm sure she would anyway. She'd be like, Bryce, you're on the couch for tonight. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, love that. Well, thank God they've got a spare bed. B, yeah. did you get up to anything good this weekend? I did. I had my um, birthday soiree. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but. I mean, you weren't there, Libby. Unfortunately, you're a very busy, busy woman. Well, yes. Yes. I'll tell you why I wasn't there in a moment. But Yeah, she wasn't not invited, guys. Super walks if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> it did sound like that. That's why I wanted to preface it. Yeah, no. <laughs> so um, we actually, I took one out of the podcast book and we went back to Don Pedro's for um, oh, a set menu. Oh, how did it go second time? So good. Yeah. Different vibe the second time. All right. Tell us about yeah, the vibe. Yeah, very. I mean, when we went for the podcast, we went on a Wednesday night. Yep. So this was a Saturday night. So busy. Pumped. Pumping. Pumping, margaritas, champagne. I won't go into the food because that'll probably be my feature. Okay. Or nice. fail. Oh. Keep listening. Oh. But no, it was a beautiful night. So, so much fun. So good. Oh, yeah. I am really jealous. Well, I feel like I can't really top that, but I did have a wonderful weekend down in Jamboree. Where you control the action. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to. So not the actual action park. Fear not. Not in winter. Um, but my friend has a farm there. So it's so nice and green at the moment and like just heavenly. We had so many drinks. Yes. Such a good time. I, the highlight of that was just seeing on everyone's stories you doing the like beer pong. So I was like, yes, Libby. Oh, Prosecco pong? Was, okay. Look, guys, it was a Bellini bong and I'm oh, really Bellini ashamed. Bong. And I grilled Tom about this because I was like, I just don't think that this is appropriate to share in public. By the way, mum, it's not a bong like smoking weed. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pipe full of alcohol. Not She was down like a... <laughs> Gladiator. <laughs> it is so appropriate because you know what? People think that you're too good and you're not. Yeah. Everyone needs to know you're I mean, so sweet. I'm here to ruin your reputation. All right. After my wholesome <laughs> intro of doing vegetables, I'm not sure if I'm that bad. No, no. Livy's great. Well, speaking of great, where did we head to this week, Bella? So this week we ventured into the Valley of Lara to the Lord Dudley Hotel. Not sure if it's actually a valley, but we're going to go with that. <laughs> I liked that. A bit spicy. Yeah, it felt quite dark. Mm. Now, for those who aren't familiar with this venue, it's actually one of the oldest pubs in Sydney. And I would go so far to say one of the most loved. It's a family-run business with an English flair twist with everything you could possibly want on a menu. Oh, I think that encapsulates it very well. Thanks, guys. I practiced. (laughs) 
<laughs> I had never been. So out of the three of us, you both have been, yeah, haven't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, like you times. said, it, I've heard about it so many times, but it's just not in my neck of the woods. So I just haven't gone. No, yeah. I think it's one of those places that like, having moved to the eastern suburbs it's become one of those ones where it's such a nice sunday afternoon place to Mm. go Mm. you know and then they do a really good like tuesday special and things like that yeah but i haven't actually gone and really thought about the food so it was good to do that when we went yeah and for those of you like if you're familiar with the actual layout it's got a sunny kind of garden bit we were there at night time but if you do go during the day you get that quite nice lighting and it's sunny yeah so it's 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 a bit weird because you you come in the entrance and i did make notes when i was when i was waiting for you guys does smell a bit like urine just a touch oh, but yeah, a classic pub old doesn't pub. no true very true <laughs> exactly. very true so i'll stop and, and 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 stand corrected but um we instead of going into the warm main main area with the fire and things the outside area that Bella's talking about which where we sat was actually downstairs so it seems weird because it's the outside area but it was kind yeah. of downstairs the actual when you think about the structure none of it really makes sense no it's a complete maze and I I did get very lost yeah <laughs> I did message Libby going I'm in here I do not know where you are and Bella turned up before you somehow yeah even though you'd been in the venue for 20 minutes I was going <laughs> I was going up staircases down staircases round the bend it's then. a bit like Harry Potter if you don't get to the end of the staircase in time it changes and you're in a different room <laughs> great reference yeah that. also just like a weird shape but with the with the glass atrium let's call it an atrium okay because the yeah, whole thing yeah. is so glass. where we sat down outside down outside where we sat has that always been like that or is that a Renault it looks like a Renault, but no idea. Obviously, it's not from the original pub. It's a glass atrium. No, 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 absolutely. But I wonder how long ago they actually put that extension slash renovated it. Yeah, but it, well, it's interesting you say because it does have a totally different feel to the rest of the pub. So all of it, the rest of it is carpet, that's you know, warm walls sort of thing. And then yeah. downstairs you went, it's like sandstone. And a glass roof. And a glass roof. And palm so. fronds. And you kind of feel like you're in a bougie um, indoor swimming pool. Area. Yes. <laughs> Is that correct? Am yes. I correct? I think are I'm there correct. bougie swimming pools? Where are they? They totally are. Where? We're not invited to I them, think but they're like <laughs> Greece or something. <laughs> Invite us. Oh gosh. Anyway, when we got there, uh, we all were thinking, "You're at a pub. I think we've got to get a beer." Absolutely correct. So what did we go for? So Libs and I got the mango XPA, and it went down a bit of a treat. There's just nothing like having a beer at a pub. I'm not a beer girl, definitely not, but. Something like a quite pale ale. Um, it just sits well at a pub. Yeah, a bit of a yeah. random flair from you guys. <laughs> but uh, you not got a from, beer as well. I no, drink no, no, beer not, all the time. No, not the beer thing. Oh, the oh. mango thing. I just she stuck with mango. a young Henry's Newtown and was like, let's just play it safe. You and, and Newtown. But you guys got really excited and you're like, XPA. Ooh, XPA? Extra? Should we get that? Mango? Yum, yum, yum. That was the story. That's how it went down. <laughs> I think it was less about the XPA part and more about just the fact that mango. Anytime there's like a flavoured fruit beer... I'm for it. Are you? Okay, yeah. generally. I think mm. I'm – like, I think being with Jack, he's very much a Puritan. He always sort of, like, poo-poos the, the flavour, flavoured beer. But, you know, I'm, I'm turned, I think, after after this little mango XPA. Well, watch yeah. out, guys. We'll be brewing beer in the back of Paddington <laughs> soon. <laughs> I don't know. Love it. But it was a great little start. And then we looked at the menu. Now, the menu is just a traditional pub menu you've got your steaks schnitties fish and chips mm. every, burgers served with chips salads served with chips basically probably. your sunday <laughs> roast really yes absolutely yeah, and absolutely. the the star that none of us got but that i i got home afterwards and they're like didn't you get the pie and apparently <gasps> the, the pot, guinness pie yeah the pot pie is the feature that you should always get it did look anyway. good i think the boys on the table behind us ordered it and i remember looking at going 
that looks good, but I'm just not a pie person. No, I think that's the same for me. I wasn't actually turned by the pie, but I did feel like we should have thought One about of us. it. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's interesting that you say that it was a traditional pub menu because you didn't order something traditional. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll take you to my thought process. And I've been thinking about this a lot because I was like, why did I make the decision I made? Now, most of the, you listeners know me and you know what I'm like. I don't like pub meals aren't my thing I don't eat beef so that's mm. not a goer schnitty is not really my ballpark I'm not someone who sits in that ground oh. and so then so then I know that sit on that ground all day all day <laughs> well I know this rule of pubs where you go to a pub you get a pub meal like don't go to a pub and expect a poke bowl you're an idiot yeah so then I was like okay what's like my closest thing to a pub meal ended up with the fish burger oh which it's is like so... you did the pokeball thing yeah, you, you went to a pub and ordered a fish burger like you go to you china the and order spaghetti suburbs take of it like this isn't north bondi fish <laughs> and then you were a bit disappointed i was so disappointed yeah you cried about it the whole time like, shut up <laughs> oh savage but i was disappointed because it was battered fish with t- like a very strong tartar sauce which is always yummy but then just one little bit of lettuce and some pickles on the side. And pickles on the side, yeah. But I think they vibe that. Like some places go for like the one lettuce piece as yeah. like a vibe. Yeah, and I'm not down for it. If I'm getting a burger, I want like real crunch to it. Like I like my iceberg lettuce all crunchy and in there. I think I'm also just like, I don't know what I did. I don't know why I did that. Like burgers aren't even necessarily my jam. You know I'm a roll girl every other day. <sighs> anyway, so many things I don't understand about you. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the real pub meals. Now – I mean, when I say that, Beatrice got a very traditional pub meal, but it came, she made a quick decision. Excuse me, waiter. Can I trade the chips for mash? Yeah, that was a really weird vibe. So everyone, everyone on the podcast knows when you get a schnitty, you do chips and salad. Absolutely. Mash and veg. They're your options. You just don't do that with schnitzels. You you just get chips and... What? No, guys, what? Are you listening to me? (laughs) You have the options of chips and salad. Or mash and veg. Right. You don't cross-pollinate. Right? So 100%, when I said, waiter, can I have salad and mash? (laughs) Libby looked at me and was like, dude, that's really weird. It wasn't because of the the salad and the mash combo. It was because of the mash and the schnitzel combo. Oh, thank you. No, mash and schnitzel is is so yum. No, that is not a vibe. At a pub, you get hot chips. Yeah. (laughs) Really? That mash was really good. Okay, well, tell us about your meal. Oh, amazing. Like, schnitzel was beautiful. You were actually <laughs> loving your schnitzel. I did. Not. I gave you both a try. It tasted so good. Was good. Mash was good. Could have had more salad. But all in all, I was really happy with it. How do you rate it against um, Old Mate over in Redwood? Who is Old Mate? The this, dog. We have a lot of Old Mates. We do. The dog. The dog. No, nah, the dog is still probably the best schnitzel I've had. Yeah, okay. Wow, you heard but it here first, a, I am a sucker for schnitzel and slaw. Yes. True. Let's chuck slaw into the mix. Yes. The- and their slaw is good. But and we're not here reviewing s- the dogs. Slaw is underrated. <laughs> and a lot of menus don't have slaw. True. Yeah. It's so easy to do. Anyway. So freaking easy to do. Anyway, that's another bugbear for another day. Bella, you got something very traditional. I did. Like, I cannot go to a pub. Actually, I definitely can go to a pub and not get a steak. But I did not do that this time. I went and I got the steak. Medium rare. Chips and salad. The normal way that you do when you do go to a pub. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. Shade. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. And gravy, which... I think I could have done with a little bit more. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those people that needs to like smother it all over the 
everything. You need the old school gravy boat. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I love DIY places. So what's a DIY place? What do you mean? The Nelson, for example, Bondi Junction, has a DIY gravy and like sauces and Oh, so you oh. can go up to the station and pump your sauce and not just pumping your sauce, but you can help yourself to as much peppercorn, to as much gravy, oh, to as much mushroom. Dangerous. Yeah. You could just eat only gravy for dinner. You definitely could. <laughs> like that mushroom thing's basically a soup. I'm trying it oh as an entree. Oh my gosh, you're talking about <laughs> mushroom. Oh my God, deal. So, so anyway. Your steak did look really good. And I agree, it's pretty hard to go past a steak. It is. At a pub, if you're not living. Oh. Yeah, I feel like I've been a bit quiet in this section because I can't really comment on the steak. But I know, and I put a little good. bit on her plate by accident. Oh, my, God. oh my gosh, she freaked out. <laughs> I freaked out because she offered me some of her fish and I was like, oh, I'll give her some of my steak because that's a nice thing to do. And bearing in mind, I haven't eaten steak now. I think it's been four years, maybe a few, maybe a bit longer than that now. And so I'm like quite literally nervous about eating beef, which is ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous and I need to go As in what it. might happen to your insides? No, I just I just haven't done it now. It's like the fear of the unknown now. Mm-hmm. And so it came to my plate and I just did this weird reaction. I was like, oh, get off. She panicked and then I panicked and it was really And we didn't have sad. napkins yet because it's like a pub. So we hadn't, you know, they had, the service wasn't. I was going to say, let's talk about the service because that waiter was very attentive. No, he was very lovely. You're right. But we didn't have napkins just yet. No, we didn't have napkins. That was a weird vibe. But he was very on top of it. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't agree more. And he was really nice. I made a joke about coronavirus and he laughed politely. So yeah. I thought, bonus points. Yeah. I'm stop doing that though. I know. I, I have. I promise. <laughs> As of tonight, I've stopped. It's one of those things where you do accidentally do just make a joke because you're trying to make light of a bad situation and then you realize it's a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, total shame. So I'm not, I'm definitely moving on from that line of humor i promise <laughs> but he was great he he came over maybe a bit too much i think he just wanted but to then chat what about to we didn't get our utensils yeah that's weird anyway so it was a bit it's a bit up and down but i also think that pubs generally aren't table service yeah and so true so they're, they're getting, doing it for coronavirus and true maybe they've got a lot of wait staff that like traditionally would just sit behind the bar yes I, and wouldn't actually be waiting tables i would think so yeah too okay well i guess that brings us to our last meal which was dessert. Oh, I forgot which about I it. I was not very keen on ordering and I didn't actually partake in. <laughs> but what is the most traditional thing you can order for dessert at a pub? Sticky date pudding. Oh, <laughs> Libby just counted us down. Sorry, we were expecting everyone to do it. Yeah. One, two, three. Sticky, Sticky date, date pudding. pudding. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Happy now? <laughs> Ecstatic. So what did you guys think about it? Because I can't really speak to it. I have a bit of a hate-love relationship or love-hate, Libby would like to say, um, about sticky date pudding. Because I want to really like it and I see people like it and I know that it's a thing that people like, but I just can't like it. Then why did we order it? Because I want to like it. But I I wasn't that keen on it and B definitely wasn't. So you you were just out there having some transformational journey by yourself. (laughs) I do totally get that because that's with me and Sushi. You always order it, but you're not that interested no, in it. No, as in I go back to try it time and time again. It's like, (laughs) no, it hasn't happened for me yet. It doesn't love me back yet. Yes, it doesn't love yes, me. Your taste yes. buds don't love you back. Yeah, they hate me. I liked it though. Having said that I didn't do much of the ordering, I really enjoyed it. It was warm. The dates were nice and sweet. Except Ooh. I got a pip, a date <gasps> pip. Oh, that's oh, not no. good. Do you remember? Oh, yes. It was so bad. And I'm like... That's not was, supposed to was happen. Chewing, I was like, it's not supposed to happen. But then again, the reality is they use dried dates as opposed to like... 
fresh medjool date. Also, it could be right. a fluke. And so they'd pour like the whole bag of dried dates in the mixture and you'd expect they say depipped on the bag. So it's not actually their fault. No, yeah. But it's just like... Is the pop buying day. these sticky date puddings or are they making them on the spot? I'm hoping they're making them. I think they'd be making them. How many places actually make their food? That's a food for thought. That's a... Lots. Everywhere we've been makes their food on the spot. Well, I don't know. You got, Remember how I was telling you about that scroll that I really like? Yeah. Well, Yeah, but I think pa- like cakes and pastries are different. I think they wholesale that. Right? Sticky date a pastry? Yes, but, but... Okay, I see what you're saying. But I think at a restaurant, it's a bit different. You sit down. You expect it to be made in the kitchen by the nice chef. True. Okay. I'm just continually impressed about how food can be made and come out from large venues. That's just something I deal with internally. Especially cake because it (laughs) takes like, I mean, when I bake my cakes, Mm -hmm. they take a couple of hours and they come out like pretty quick. Yeah, but they don't bake the cake right when you order it. No, a lot of it is. I don't know why (laughs) I'm saying a lot of what we've seen on MasterChef, it is prep. It's always prep. Always prep. It's all about prep. But then what happens if you have like 10 sticky date puddings at the end of the day still sitting there? Yeah. Well, this is the real some, issue of the well, food industry. why we have like businesses like Oz Harvest that go around and collect food at the end of the day. Yeah, true, true, true. Because like Baker's Delight throw out everything at the end of the day. I'm pretty I know. sure. Yeah. And, but I mean, that's one of the biggest issues with the whole food industry is the waste that they produce especially in fine dining. It's so much mm. higher. Not when Bella's around. She's taking that waste home. <laughs> she is. Takes the whole restaurant home. <laughs> I'm just going to pop your thing in. <laughs> Any leftovers in the kitchen? I'll, I'll take it. Don't worry. Don't mind me. I brought my shopping bag. <laughs> anyway, I guess that brings us to the final part of this section, which is order off the menu, which is the part of the podcast where we finalise for you guys whether it's worth a visit or not. Booze your basic. I was really hoping you wouldn't ask me first, but okay, <laughs> let's go on the spot. Um, basic. Yeah. Basic, humble pub vibes and something that definitely needs to be highlighted is the fireplace. Like oh, yeah. that. Like, can you just imagine having yeah. that traditional pie yeah. in that room yeah. on a rainy Sunday? Pine of Guinness. Pine of Guinness. I have actually been there just like having drinks and little hot chips sitting in front of that fire directly. It's so nice. Oh, you know, on a like, rainy day. Meet the Lord Dudley. Pop vibes. Yeah. Yay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you good hunt. Yeah. I don't know. I'm losing it over here. Bella, mate or date? I'm going to have to say date because, okay, and hear me out. You know, it's casual. It's cute. It's warm. You know, especially, okay, I'm going to change this section to winter date. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So you can go in and like almost get it a little bit cuddly. It's not, definitely not cocktail vibes, but you can have a beer. So if you just want to chill, you know, and also in terms of dressing for a date, like it would be a really easy one because you always just wear mm. jeans to a pub. So jeans. it's like jeans is a nice top, easy done. Know easy you're done for the date. Take off your coat and then have a little sexy number underneath. No, yeah, kidding. for sure. Take off your coat. Take off your top. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's later after the pub. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually know. Yeah, like a few friends of mine have been on dates there. there you Maybe go. like second or third dates. Like not the first one. Yeah, because the pressure would be off. I don't know about a pub, but there's no pressure. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's even better for number one date. True, true, but you kind of want to impress on number one sometimes. Yeah. It's not as impressive. You know, okay. Aria number one, pop number two. <laughs> okay. Bit of a slide from Aria to the Dudders, but I mean, I see what you're saying. A girl can dream, Libby. <laughs> Keep dreaming. But yes, winter vibe, date, beautiful, go for it. So, Libby, dollars for dishes. All right. So this one is a bit tricky because always with the quality of the food, the price varies. So you have to take that into consideration. Mm. Bella got a beautiful steak, 25 bucks. Pretty good for a steak. 
Mm. I got a random burger that I was very unsatisfied <laughs> with for 22 bucks. <laughs> oh, not satisfied. I can get really, really, really good burger for 15 bucks. So I'm really finding this one tricky. I thought the beers were really well priced, but I still think that it's upmarket. Yeah, it's not cheap. How much was your sensor? Um, I think mine was 23. Right. Yeah, see, I think that's actually quite expensive for a schnitzel. Yeah. You know? Especially when they have deals at other places where you can get it for 15 or 20. Yeah, well, at the Lord Dudley on normally, not coronavirus times, but on a Tuesday night, they do $8 for the schnitzel. What? Oh, what? So that's the thing. That's I think crazy. you go, and this is what yeah. um, one of my friends was saying. He was saying you go for the deals. So right. I huh. think that that's also something that we really need to consider about it is back once we finish coronavirus, I think the deals will come back. And that's probably when you need to give it a go on those particular nights. Anyway, I still liked it. I'm going to only give it a three. That might even be too high. Oh, my gosh. That is not too high. Okay. I'm sticking with a three out of five. It's not great. But it's just not like – I'm not like, yeah, I'm going to go back, take my money. That was really what money well spent. For me personally, I was like, yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. So that's where I'm going to have to leave it. Three out of five. Blame the fish burger for that score. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that brings us to the last bit of the podcast, which is food features and fails, which is a section of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or just a terrible fail from our past week. Libby, feature or fail? Now, I don't know what you're going to think about this week's because it's a bit of a random one. Now, as you know, I went away with my friends to Jamboree this weekend. And obviously, when you go away with your friends, you take baked goods. So mm. I took cookies. Well, like, Sweet Libby does. Yeah. We'd probably take shortbread. <laughs> store-bought. Store-bought. Yeah, but, you know, that's also – yeah, I, like I love to bake for my friends. Anyway, I made the – the chocolate chip recipe that we have on our web- website, our obviously good website. The iconic oh. Libby cookies. The competition cookies. Gosh. And I actually just wanted to feature them. I know I've already featured them, but I got amazing feedback. My dear friend Lily was like, Lib, you have to take them away from me. I can't stop eating them. She probably had like four or five in one <laughs> sitting. And I was oh. like, this is the biggest compliment ever. And I just felt so good and happy feeding my friends and they were loving the cookies and you know, I've made some updates to the recipe. So if oh, you gosh. read it the first time, you'll, you'll have noticed some spelling mistakes. Forgive me for that. I'm, I'm an accountant. I'm not, a, I'm not, <laughs> not a wordsmith. No, exactly. <laughs> so it's all been changed, all been fixed. So if you want to give it another go, we would love to see them. Oh gosh. And, and it's a crowd too. Well, that's not a competition. No one's getting donuts this time, but I just, I was just so happy that people love them. I think the burnt something about the burnt butter and chocolate just yeah no I mean they you know? are amazing cookies and that's that is actually great feedback because I remember you saying post competition that you were like still tweaking the recipe and trying new things yeah. yeah so that's awesome that you got a batch that you're like damn so now you can stick to that yeah feeling funky fresh and free now woo Bella well feature or foul this week on the biscuit bandwagon I'm gonna have to keep going and say B and I went to a cafe the other day mm-hmm. and we're sitting there with our coffees and sure as hell what comes out. Biscoff biscuits. <laughs> oh, God, this is such a throwback episode. Such yes. a throwback and so rogue. So rogue. Okay, so if anyone, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back to episode two we where Libby features Biscoff spread, which I'm sure you're all on at the moment. But anyway, there are also biscuits. Well, that's what the spread's made of. Oh. The spread is made of those biscuits smooshed <laughs> up. 
Bella's obviously oh. still late to the party. <laughs> I like seriously only really tried the spread like maybe three weeks ago. Yeah, you were really late to What did you party. think of the spread? Um, I was kind of like, whatever. Why would everyone get on this bandwagon? <laughs> oh, no, it's so good. <laughs> so many people Nelly. would be like, oh, like that was such a good thing. Like the Biscoff spread. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never tried it. <laughs> She's a traitor. <laughs> so try the biscuit. What do you think of the biscuit? Kind of basic, to be honest. Yeah, I always thought that the Biscoff spread is something special. So then I did do the same thing and go out and purchase the biscuit and was like, no. I think, okay, here's a little bit of a hack and I want someone to try it. It'll probably be Margot. Someone get the spread and the biscuits and put the spread in the middle of the two biscuits and tell me if that's good or if that's bad. It's going to be good, right? Oh, it could be too much. Do you reckon? I don't know. I'd like to see some videos of people doing it and I'd like to see one video of each of you doing it as well. Okay. Alrighty. Heart homework. (laughs) Now, Beatrice, end us off. Feature or fail? Absolute feature. I'm going to showcase the set menu at my birthday meal. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, like, I won't go into detail because we did already do a whole podcast on this. So, if you want to go to listen to Don Pedro's, listen a couple episodes back. Um, but basically, obviously, set menu, COVID times. Like, if you oh, have, you have to get, you have to get menu? a set okay. menu. Yeah. Which sometimes I hate doing to people because it's sometimes it's not value for money. No. This yeah. time, holy hell, was it value for money? Was it? What'd you get? We had guacamole, quesadillas, corn chips ceviche tacos yum there was too much food when the tacos came out and the corn cobs which were probably the highlight i would say sorry i'm taking over here corn cobs being a highlight no i was gonna say was the corn cobs a highlight i couldn't even get to my eight so much i couldn't get to the corn cobs i just love corn cobs that have that like um sauce sauce the white and the red like i think it was like a chipotle mayo on the corn cobs like you could put that on anything and it would taste good but if you were looking for a good time and you want value for money in a set menu, it was only $50 a head. Oh, that's food, great. Go to Don Pedro's. All right. I love that recommendation. Yeah. Really value for money sits right in my ballpark and lots of food. I mm. love that. Well done. That rounds us off for the evening, our beautiful podcast listeners. If you have enjoyed what's in your ears, please leave us a review, give us a rating and make sure you tell a friend about the podcast. And while you're there, make sure you tell them to jump into our Facebook community because we know you're already there. We'd love to see you there posting those pictures of the Biscoff sandwich that Bella's shouted Mm. out. Can't wait to see the pics. And if you want to see pics from today's podcast or any other podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Obviously Good Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.